Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. Proudly sponsored by The Book Direct Show, a green vacation rental conference. Learn more at bookdirect.show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Green Path. Today, my special guest is Margot Schworak from Hostfully. He's going to tell us some stories about Hostfully and what they're up to. Hello, Margot. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good to see you. And you and you. I'm very well. Thank you very much for joining me. So I believe Hostfully has a bit of a story in terms of you becoming a bit more environmentally friendly. Can you please just uh, tell us about the journey? How did it start and what are you guys doing? Yeah, so in the, you know, hopefully started uh, with David and I, David is my co-founder and David's an Airbnb super host uh, at the time he was and he still is. He had hosted hundreds of guests in his home and he was trying to find a way to give them a better experience. And so um, we were iterating on this idea of creating a digital guidebook for vacation rentals, short-term rentals. And um, he was like, you know, I went on online and made a really crappy Word document. What if there was a software platform that could help me do this? And so we started with that idea. And from the first days of Hostfully, we actually were trying to figure out how does like, you know, ESG stuff, like environmental responsibility, um, responsibility to the community, um, helping local businesses, like how does that all fit in with the strategy of our company? We, um, from very early days, like, you know, registered our.org, we um, thought about like trying to create a nonprofit that would be um, helping um, property managers when they have guests come to like encourage their guests to contribute or participate in with like local you know charities and, and community-based organizations and so we we like it's part of like the ethos of hostfully to think about what we're doing with the in the communities that we're in mm. um and as we've scaled it has changed i would say like it's gotten worse and better at the same time so worse in that it's like we are probably there's so much more we could be doing that we're not doing um and uh better in that we now have like over so now we we don't just do digital guidebooks just to be clear with your listeners we have a property management software and so we do like distribution of inventory we do messaging automation facilitating payments reporting we've got this great platform that's helping property managers run their business mm. and now we have over forty thousand properties around the world that are using our products it's amazing and so in some ways it's like wow like yes you have like all of this opportunity at your fingertips to help these people get more involved with their local communities and help them become more environmentally conscious and help them make better decisions about their business. That's all true. But I would also say that there's like, there's always like competing priorities for like, do we push out a new feature or do we think about, you know, how do we inject environmental sustainability into our, our programs? And there is that tension there. And I think like, uh, I'm coming to you kind of like, a little bit for therapy in this podcast because I'm like, <laughs> where are we? You know, like I want, I want to do more, and 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 I want to be 
uh, and we want we really care about those topics and we would never make a decision that is you know going to hurt the environment we are a climate positive company hmm. which i think is one step but the next step is like how do we do that more and, and we're really struggling yeah. with that so i i i'm kind of coming to talk about that here honestly. yeah so it, it, okay it's, it's one thing to give back to the community have you actually started with property oh sorry with the property owners the property managers dealing with the property owners to make the property more uh, environmentally friendly well, so we're not a property management company, so we don't manage, we don't work directly with the owners. It's our customers that work with owners. Yes, but are you working, okay, are you working with them to convince the properties, the property owners to do something envir more environmentally friendly? Well, there's there's a lot of stuff. So yes, uh, it's short. the short answer is yes. Um, mm -hmm. So the, we have um, been a leader in publishing content about how to make your property more sustainable. So there's... And I've been um, a pretty active member with the VRMA, the Vacation Rental Managers Association, um, developing content at conferences and con honestly content out outside of conferences, like articles and conversations in the community mm -hmm. about um, like the low hanging fruit that property managers can do, you know, around like choosing um, products that are more sustainable, about reducing the amount of laundry and water that they're using and amount, amount of electricity. Um, so, so we are we are like spreading the word and like working with you know amazing property managers like Bob Garner who who's who connected with us mm -hmm. uh, connected us together around like what how do we educate property managers that there's so much that they can do yeah and that education is one piece it's super important I'm not saying that that's not important um, but there's another piece too as a software company which is like we can actually do things in our product you know that would help. The community in this mm -hmm. same way like um th some of the things we thought about are like could we have a a thing well th th this actually can be done today but um like when you check out as a guest at a property we could you can insert like a fee like a you know one dollar sustainability fee right and mm -hmm. so every reservation that comes through you collect a dollar and then you can use it to fund your your projects or donate to a local organization whatever you want to do mm. that's something that we can do and we've done it but like should we be like forcing that or you know what I mean you know like like there's all these questions that we're asking ourselves because software scales like software you build it and if you have a good company you have thousands of people using it within you know minutes right yeah, so like yeah. it's it's a it's a big responsibility and I think that like honestly we've just been I we don't know what the answer is like how it's best to approach this problem but I think yeah. that we do keep it top of mind my, my co-founder Stefan Osmont uh, who's our tech lead product lead he um is really passionate about climate change and so like we are talking about it internally a lot we're always thinking about ways that it can be part of our product so it's it won't it's not it's not that the possibilities haven't been explored it's just that we're we're, we're constantly trying to balance that with like well how do we also grow our business like we've got all these mm. new people we need to train them you know mm. we need to make all this new software for our customers we want to improve mm. it like how do those priorities balance with each other? And that's the real struggle for us. Yeah, yeah. Just back on what you just touched on about, you know, charging $1. Look at something, uh, an airline like EasyJet. EasyJet tags on, you can select to add on five pounds if you want to offset your carbon. Now, yeah. maybe if you, since you are a tech company, maybe you can do an AB test where one of them is optional and one of them is included and see what's going on here. You know, what's the drop off? What's the what's the success rate? And see, maybe people, what's five dollars? What, you know, and mm -hmm. if you explain what the carbon offset means and where that is going and how is it helping? And it's merely five dollars. 
then yeah. maybe that is, is a way you can do it. And that's scalable and that could be really, really good. That's a really great idea. And I love that idea of kind of making it a program. Um, the, uh, we, we do this at Hostfully, by the way, like we offset all, all our, our own flights and like, so we're doing that internally very mm -hmm. well. With our customers though, we've really want to let them be in charge of their own configuration. Yeah. yeah. And, but we, but we do encourage that we, we can be gently opinionated, you know what I mean? So we can say like, like we can either be like, oh yeah, if you wanted to do that, here's like the 16 steps that it will take for you yeah. to do that. Or we can yeah. say like, you know what, we packaged this up into this nice little program and it's like a sustainability program and all you have to do is click this one button yeah. and then all these things happen. And yeah. so, yes, you're right. We, and we can encourage them to A-B test. And I, yeah. I actually, I think that this kind of stuff is just a no brainer to participate in because yeah. what it does, it's like a dollar that would enhance your brand by a hundred dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you book at a property and you see, oh, they care about the community, they care about the environment, they care about their staff, maybe, you know, like yeah. maybe there's like some in San Francisco, we have a lot of these like healthy SF surcharges in restaurants. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to go to that restaurant because I know that waiter is going to get good health care for him and his family while, yeah. you know, and, and not barely be scraping by. So I think I think that there's like easy ways to be gently opinionated and and also like kind of suggest certain programs. But again, it's like the design of it is actually quite important. Yeah, you know? but I also think you can you can you can narrow in even further. So when I was a property manager, I had actually thought of I I used to personally I used to sponsor children, and okay. I had thought I wonder how personal is it if I actually say you know the $50 a month from this house is sponsoring this child and almost have like a notice board and watching this kid grow every year and so yeah. people know that their money that I have taken from their from their payment is funding mm -hmm. this child so I wonder if hostfully if if it's a uh, a guidebook specific for that property mm -hmm. then maybe they can say the carbon offset for this is specifically helping a charity. So they understand that by staying there, $5 or whatever, or you, if you contribute $5 or maybe the property manager contributes, adds on $5 and That's it contributes it yeah. to a project. So then they know exactly which project they're contributing to by staying there. Yes, that's exactly right. So it has to, and it's all about the storytelling. So like um, when the my, my favorite story is about Helena Sedaris, who you should have on your podcast. Mm -hmm. I hope that you make this work. She did this with her owners as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it ballooned into this like thing where they were basically hosting cancer survivors in their homes and owners were just thrilled to participate. They were even getting a tax break for it. So like financially, it even made sense. But beyond that, it was mm. more about this community connection thing. And I think the challenge with Hostfully is that we're kind of like the container, right? So like, yes, we can, we can, we can tell them we can give them examples of property managers that are doing this very successfully. And we can say mm -hmm. like, you can look at this amazing outcome that you can achieve by doing this very small thing, you know, in your guidebook or in your checkout process for your bookings flow, whatever, because we also have a direct bookings website. Mm -hmm. Like if you heard it there too, it, it, it can, it can have a huge return. What the challenge is for hostfully is like our, our customers are like, 
yeah, you know, classic response. I don't have time for that. Like, make sure that my pricing is optimized and I'm yeah. focused on revenue management. And we're like, you know, there's this thing you could do for free. And they're like, I don't know, you know. And so, yeah. like, that's where the education piece comes into play, right? So we're, yeah. we're like, we're pumping out blogs a lot. And basically, like, it's interspersed with, like, revenue management. It's like revenue management, sustainability, you know. Yeah. And then it's like um, clean turnover management. And then, you know, uh, how to be inclusive in your vacation yeah. rental. These are all really important topics, but it's yeah. like we're trying to figure out a way to balance all that information. Yeah. Well, um, look, I, this might sound a bit cheeky, but for the Green Path podcast, I didn't want to use the word sustainable. I mm-hmm. think I, I won't say it's an offensive word, but it doesn't have much joy Teen. or pleasure yeah. to it. You know, it's like too hard. I don't want to know about it. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking more along the lines of environmentally friendly, but at the same time, I thought people don't want to know about that. They don't understand it. It's too hard. You know, I don't have time to be investigating all of this, but what if you spin it around and you say, there is a big audience of people out there that are looking for environmentally friendly properties. So yes, they are. So we need to we yeah. need to get you to be more environmentally friendly so we can bring those guests in that are looking for those properties because there's a shortage in, in terms of the supply. We mm-hmm. need to get more green properties. Now, in terms of blogs, there's a lot of reading maybe. Maybe that's not the right media to get the point across. Maybe, I don't know if you do a newsletter to all of your, uh, yeah, your clients, something yeah. short and sharp. If you want more revenue, Go green because there is an audience out there that are looking for you and you can actually earn more revenue and save money. Now, this is not a gimmick. This is stories that people who have gone green are actually saying they are making more revenue, they can charge more and and they're saving money in terms of electricity and things like that. So that I think is the way to sell it to your property managers, to onward sell it to the owners. Yeah. At the end I, of the I, day, as Andy McNulty from Touchstay said, people want to know what's yeah. in it for me. Yes. At the end of the day, it's money in your pocket. And byproduct is a cleaner planet. Yeah. And I think the objection that we get with that, so we are doing that, by the way, um, and we, we use that messaging and totally mm-hmm. agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The objection is, um, oh, you know, we have so many other priorities in our business or um, I don't want to be greenwashing and like, when is enough a time for me to be talking about myself as a company that cares about the environment? Mm. Which I have to say, like, I feel the same way as a software leader too. I'm like, mm. like, should I be on this podcast? We're not doing everything. I mean, we, by the way, we're doing a lot. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I, we do a lot, you know, like I, I it's just, is it enough? Is it, mm. is it ever enough? You know? So I think there's this imposter syndrome that comes into play around like, can I even be presenting my company in a way that is green? And I think that, 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 the answer, and this is what I say, I bet this is what you say too. It's like, this is an inclusive community, meaning like if you're doing anything or just thinking about it or thinking about taking the first steps, like come on in yeah, and don't over, don't overstate what you're doing. Don't greenwash yourself, but like, like you can part, you can take the first step and you don't have to feel like you need the credentials or you need to do the hundred things that are necessary. You just need Mm. to take that first step. Maybe it's switching to better cleaning products. Maybe it's collecting a dollar during the the checkout right there's just a a lot of little things you can do and and Mm. i think 
but it's funny because I'm I'm saying that and then and then I'm thinking back in my position at Hostfleet, I feel that exact same feeling. I'm like, we are doing all those little things. We're a climate positive company, you know, like we we offset our our, our own travel, we we promote content for around it, but I'm like, oh, it just doesn't feel like enough. And so uh, I think it's getting over your own guilt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think anyone should expect to go zero to a hundred green, you know. It's done. I think, like you said, you know, and this is why I call this the green path. It's a step at a time down the path. And yeah. as long as you're on the first step, then you're on the path. Yeah. And you don't have to have all the boxes ticked. I've done this, this, this. and this. As long as you can share with people the thing you've done and the things that you would like to do in the future, then you're on the path. And that already is a very, very good good place to be. Yes. Standing back and having a look at it without putting your toe onto the first step, eh, that's the problem. But just take that first step. And that mm -hmm. step can be small. And I, I, don't think there's, I don't think there should be imposter syndrome. You know, you're already way down the path compared to a lot of people. Yeah. So that path, I mean, I don't know how long that path is. I don't know if there are more steps that get added to it as you keep walking. I don't Probably. know. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not anywhere near the end there. I'm, I'm, I'm only on the first few steps myself. So um, I think the most important thing is to get onto the first step and start mm -hmm. sharing what you're doing with people. Yes. yes. Because then they know then you are on the journey. You, you're looking into it. You're on the journey. And, and share it with your guests that, okay, I'm going to start on this journey one step at a time. And, and I think I said to someone else, you know, it's like showing that you care about the environment shows, it means you're a caring person. And what better property owner for me to go and stay in, you know, a, a property in as a, a caring person. That's nice. Yeah, no, I, I think it, 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 you're totally right. And this is where like, as a software company too, one of our differentiators is that we really care about our customers and that mm -hmm. we have amazing customer care teams. We have mm -hmm. amazing customer support and 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 like we we have real people that are really that really care, you know, and that that's part of the host fleet ethos. Mm -hmm. We've been able to hire people. I mean, the success stories are that we can hire people who are super excited to come and work at host fleet. In fact, a lot of the people come, they say, like, you know, I read all these great things about your company, and then I learned you were climate positive, and I was like, I'm in. You know, like that, that's a, a quote we get, or um, we've also had um, property managers who are looking for software and they're like, yeah, I was surveying all the other options, all the options and kind of you were all similar, which there, there's a lot of similarities uh, between us and, you know, a couple of their companies out there. And they were like, but then I learned that you were climate positive and I was like, I'm in, you know, so like, it's usually like the last little thing and I think it can work at scale. So we, mm. it's just that it's just that I want to also be careful not to lead with that because I don't want yeah. to misrepresent. Right. And I think it's, that's why I think I love coming on podcasts where there's a little bit of a longer format. We can talk through some of the challenges. So it's not just like a short snippet because we consume mm. media in such strange ways right now, you know, mm. like, mm -hmm. it's basically like, you know, three sentences. <laughs> <laughs> but I am curious. So hopefully as a company, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, we are publishing blogs on a regular basis. We do publish out to our newsletter, the things that can happen. Mm -hmm. We participate in the VRMA to help create content around um, the green, like, yeah. you know, becoming more environmentally conscious. But in, in terms of your carbon footprint? Oh, well, we offset it through a company called Ecology. 
Mm -hmm. And it's just, um, and, and it, it, I, I don't know how many trillions of tons we've offset at this point, um, mm -hmm. but we have a growing team, so it's pretty sizable. Mm -hmm. That includes um, all of the software developed, like the, the servers that we're running. It includes the, um, the, the flight travel that we're taking and anything like that. So we are mm -hmm. completely a positive, a climate positive company. Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, yeah. And then I, you know, I'm kind of pounding the table trying to help Bob, honestly, with like connecting to more industry leaders and making this, uh, you know, something that software providers are thinking about in addition mm -hmm. to, um, uh, in addition to property managers. And one of the things that Bob's been working on is uh, events, um, you know, making events more sustainable. I mean, th this one thing at Hostfully that we do on a regular basis is go to events and we try to actually limit the amount of air travel that we do. And we also never create more waste than is absolutely necessary in our like, stuff. You know, like we don't create a lot of plastic random things at our events. I'm just very opposed to that. Um, so we'll like, one of our things that we do is we make socks and we bring socks to events because mm -hmm. socks you can use and use and use and they're you know made of cotton and probably some polyester yeah. too but like they're yeah. you know and, and the grand scheme of things like the footprint for something like that is is much better also yeah. not shipping things all around the world as much as possible um so yeah. just that that's the kind of stuff we do it's nothing yeah. it's nothing dramatic you know like yeah. that we're doing we're doing kind of all the i'd say we're sort of at the the a good level of like internal focused ways of optimizing our footprint. Yeah. What we haven't done very well, and this is what I kind of started with saying, is that we haven't done the external things. Like, can we influence our customers in a mm. meaningful way? Or can we like turn on a program that they're gonna do? Like, we haven't done that, a very good job of that, um, mm -hmm. but we've done a good job on internally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think this is this is the reason for the Green, uh, Green Path podcast. There needs to be more awareness and then it, it, we need to show people the simple steps that they can do. So it's, it is all about bringing awareness. It is about keeping the conversation going. It's not just one person talking about it. More and more and more people have to start talking about it for it to start gaining some traction. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, you've got to keep doing what you're doing because one day there will be enough people, the voice will get loud enough that you, oh, you know, yeah. you'll hit a breakthrough. Yeah, and it will uh, it will definitely happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree, and it's it's like, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I totally agree. I, yeah. I think at at some point there will be enough people being involved and getting ahead of the game by you know stepping along the path, mm -hmm. and then eventually those people that haven't done anything will realize that they're behind and that they will have to start catching up. But there oh, will be there'll be so much out there to bring them up to speed, but it's this it's the beginning of the journey now. So I, I think yeah. we all need to be talking more about it, uh, mm -hmm. sharing more information, and, and it's all starting with awareness and how easy it is to get going and sometimes it's free to get going, so why not get going? Yeah. Well, after a small internet issue, we're back. Back with Margo. So Margo, uh, you were just uh, asking a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just saying, so are you, what you're saying is that we need like a critical mass of conversations happening around this topic? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. And also, I think that like in order to participate in that conversation, you don't need to be a leader. Like you don't need to be at the forefront, meaning, you know what no. I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Look, I think the more the more people talk about it, the better, because it needs to be part of 
not everyday conversation, but there needs to be part of a lot more conversation. At the moment, it's just a few people talking about it here and there, and it's not affecting anyone. As soon as there's that critical mass, it's all of a sudden everyone's talking about it and everyone's doing something, and then you don't want to be left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. everyone's putting in EV charges, charges in their properties and actually monetizing it, not only cleaning the planet, but extra money in their pocket, people are going to be going, oh, okay, wait a second. I should do that too. Why not? You know? Well, and I, that's happening here in California. I mean, yeah. in general, right? Like I, I actually, I was at a winery last week with uh, some girlfriends and one of them had a, an electric Tesla, which I've honestly been kind of concerned about the idea of getting an electric car because I'm like, well, you know, what about the charging facilities everywhere? And the winery that we were at had a charger. And yeah. she was like, wow, we have a charger here. And they were like, yeah, enough of our customers said that it was important. So it is happening in different places here. And yeah. it's not in, in the city, for example. You know, where yeah. it's very easy. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there is going to be an episode about uh, uh, EV charges coming up very, uh, very soon. So uh, it is cool. definitely something that is not difficult to do. And you can monetize it. And I, I did speak to some people about, oh, why should I pay for my guests to recharge their car, et cetera, et cetera. I actually thought it costs a lot of money to recharge a car and it's nothing. It's like $7 to recharge a car or seven pounds, whatever it was. Whatever it, it was negligible. And in today's time with petrol skyrocketing, you know, it's like, okay, this, this is a no brainer, really. Yeah. I mean, well, for I your guests. But I, but I, I don't even know how the monetization works because, like, I know that here the customer also the customer pays too. So I wonder if, like, like I think it's a shared cost between mm-hmm. the person who's charging and then the person whose car it is. So it's probably even like less than they think it is too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. a shared cost. Well, yeah. well, this is a service for property managers. It's a mm. box that goes onto the onto the charger. And so when the guest uses it, the guest pays for the electricity, the property manager, the property owner doesn't. Mm -hmm. And and at the same time, they actually get a bit more than the cost of the electricity. Right. A bit more. And depending on where your charging point is located, if it's outside, then the public can find your charging point and right. and they can use it too and you can make money from the public using your charging point so it's exactly. like wow okay if i had a situation like that i'd be offering it yes yeah. exactly yeah. yeah but this is so a sort I- of thing that's going to grow and grow and grow i mean you know for you to see oh wow there's a charging point at the winery wow there's a charging point at the supermarket okay you know it's becoming more mm-hmm. more part of everyday life and and this is what we need yeah. to be um, making happen you know we need to be mm-hmm. talking about it seeing it and then it will snowball yes i i agree i agree yeah. and it's it, i think it's it's also on the software company's responsibility to enable a lot of that stuff too like and this is where you know i feel some guilt um even though thank you for telling me i shouldn't feel that way um about you know like what more should we be doing could we be doing and what really what is like the trade-off between you know like the different options right there's mm. there's a lot of things to be doing that's kind of the challenge at this point mm-hmm. um, yeah. but but i think that the other thing is like well you could also argue you know okay hostfully you're you care about these topics um but really what we want you to do is just go out and get as many properties on your platform as possible mm. and then and switch something on it's going to impact more people at a time there's a good argument for that too. So mm. um, it's not a black and white thing and we don't think about it like 
we we don't think about it at hostfully like that but that is another argument that we would get mm. to mm. yeah well, I, I think we're going to wrap it up there, but I think this mm-hmm. is actually a very good thing to continue in the conversation down in the comments below. If you mm-hmm. have ideas how a software company, a tech company can, can uh, achieve all of this, pop your ideas in the comments below and let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear them. Seriously, that would be amazing. I would love yeah. to hear what I have to say about this. So thank yeah. you. Thanks for, that, thanks for having this conversation today. Oh, that's fine. Look, I'm sure you. I'll have you back on another time and see how you're progressing with the A-B testing with your property managers and <laughs> see how it's going. Sounds good. Thank you very much for your time, Margot. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. You too. Take care. Okay. Bye.